Hello, and welcome to Auntie Sandy's Storyland. Please join us at our new home on the Lotus Prison Network at patreon.com. Our story for today is... Seven Ways to Trick a Troll, Part 1. Introduction. Just what are trolls? If you listen to the stories of the ancient Norse, you learn that trolls were among the first things on earth. In fact, the very world we live in was created from the father of all trolls, an enormous frost giant named Ymir. The original trolls crawled out from between his toes. This happened at the beginning of time, before there were humans, before there even was an earth. That's because the earth was made from Ymir's body. He was that big. His bones and teeth became mountains and rocks, and his hair became trees, shrubs, and grass. His blood turned into oceans, lakes, and rivers. His skull became the vault of the sky, and his brains became the clouds. No wonder the ancients saw trolls everywhere. Their world was made from troll parts. The very first trolls, the ones who crept out from between Ymir's toes, had six heads and six arms. Later, trolls came in different sizes and shapes, some with only one head, others with several. Some had tails, some didn't. All of them were huge and hated humans when we came along. Luckily for us, their brains were tiny, only about the size of a walnut, which meant that even small children could trick a troll as long as they knew the troll's weaknesses and remembered not to be afraid. It is said that there are two kinds of stories, the one about the stranger you go and seek, the other about the stranger who arrives at your door. The stranger can be a person, a storm, a disaster, a death, an opportunity, an elf, a dragon, or even a troll. The point is that in this encounter, the story happens. It will always be a struggle. It will change you in some way, or maybe it changes the landscape you live in. The result can be an insight, a new strength revealed, a changed attitude, a new rock formation, or a new flower. Whatever it is, it's a change. Troll stories set this encounter into sharp focus. Nothing is stranger or inspires more fear than trolls because they seek our demise and hate everything we stand for. They, in turn, stand for all that is evil and ugly. When we act in ways that are unkind, we are letting our latent troll nature take over. Troll stories put the struggle between good and evil into a narrative that is entertaining as well as enlightening. Through these tales, we see that although trolls are fearsome, they are not very bright and they can be tricked. But that is no easy matter. To defeat a troll, you must draw on the very best of your humanity. You must have courage, patience, intelligence, kindness, the ability to work with others, and plenty of moxie. It also helps to know a troll's weaknesses, and that's where this book comes in. On the surface, this is an entertaining collection of stories, but 
It's equally a book that helps us discover that we have the tools to deal with difficult challenges in life. So read on and you too will be prepared to trick a troll. Troll weakness number one. Trolls hate loud noise, especially the sound of bells. Trolls can have several heads. This makes them especially hideous to look at and confusing to listen to because sometimes the heads talk at the same time. These many-headed trolls are prone to unbearable headaches brought on by loud noise. This is to your advantage. The Story of Little Goose Once upon a time, there was a little girl who lived with her mother in a village at the foot of a mountain far north in a country called Norway. The girl tended her mother's geese, and because she was quite small for her age, and was also full of silly tricks, everyone called her Little Goose. Little Goose's village was a quiet, pleasant place, except for one thing. A terrible troll lived in the nearby mountains. He wasn't as tall as many trolls, but frightfully broad, and he had three heads and six enormous ears. For hundreds of years he had stolen gold and silver from the people who lived in the nearby villages. And at night he sometimes trampled down the vegetables and the grain. Other times he frightened the horses and the cows and stole sheep and pigs for his dinner. Worst of all, he gobbled up any villager who was unlucky enough to be out in the mountains at night. One bright summer day, Little Goose decided to go up into the mountains to pick cloudberries, her favorite berry. No, said her mom. You cannot go. What if the terrible troll catches you? But Little Goose knew that trolls were only out at night. So when her mom wasn't looking, she snuck off. Up in the mountains, plump berries gleamed like gold coins as far as her eye could see. In no time, she had filled her basket and her pockets. Then she began to eat. She ate berries until her stomach ached and she was too tired to move. Wrapping her warm feather cloak around her, she stretched out in the heather to rest. Soon she was fast asleep. When she awoke, it was dark. Little Goose looked and looked for the trail to the village, but no matter how she searched, she could not find it. Finally, she came upon a cave and decided to stay there until morning. All around, the creatures of the night began to stir. A wolf howled, an owl screeched, and the wind blew mournfully through the pines. After a while, she heard another kind of sound, snorting and snuffling. Then a huge shape rose before her. It was the terrible troll. Who's in my cave? growled the troll. It, it, it's just me, stammered little goose. Who are you? I'm Little Goose. You're a strange-looking goose. 
You look, you almost look like a small person. But of course, people don't have feathers, he grunted, one of his heads peering at Little Goose's cloak. Luckily for you, I don't eat geese or chickens. The feathers get stuck in my teeth. Little Goose relaxed a little, and the troll, feeling chatty, rumbled on. You know, people never come here. They fear me more than anything because I love to eat them, he boasted. Tell me, little goose, is there anything you are afraid of, he asked. I'm, I'm scared of gold, said little goose. It was the first thing that popped into her head. That is the silliest thing I ever heard. I love gold. I have heaps of it. Maybe I'll fetch some just to scare you. Oh, don't do that, whimpered Little Goose, pretending to be frightened. Gold blinds my eyes, and if I touch it, it burns and blisters my skin. Feeling braver, but also very curious, Little Goose asked, Is there anything you are scared of? I hate loud noises, the troll confessed. Especially bells and whistles. The ringing makes all my three heads pound, and my ears ring for weeks and weeks, so I can't sleep or hunt or do anything. The troll went on describing the horror of loud noises and the places he had to leave because of it. Toward morning, he muttered, I have to go, and disappeared deeper into the cave. Little Goose ran outside. When the sun rose, she found the trail and dashed straight for home. Oh, Little Goose, where have you been? I was so worried, cried her mom. I have been with the terrible troll, and now I know we can get rid of him, she told her mom. The very next evening, the villagers marched off, Little Goose leading the way. When they reached the cave, everyone brought out their bells, whistles, drums, pots, and pans. They rang, blew, drummed, and clanged as loud as they could. Arg! bellowed a voice from inside the mountain, and the troll stormed out of the cave, hands over his ears. When he saw Little Goose, his many eyes blazed in fury. I'm going to get you for this little goose, he roared and ran off. The next night, Little Goose and her mother double-bolted the door. Toward midnight, loud thumping and snorting erupted outside. A window shattered and the troll's middle head glared in. Now I'll have my revenge on you. You shall feel how dreadful it is to face what you are most afraid of snarled. Little Goose squeezed her eyes shut, expecting to feel sharp teeth. Instead, a crash and a whoosh sent her sprawling as an enormous sack landed on the floor. It split open and gold poured out. When Little Goose saw that, she laughed until her sides ached. She had tricked the terrible troll. He had believed her when she said she was afraid of gold. 
the troll never came back to his cave in the mountain because now the villagers knew his secret. But to be safe, they built a bell tower in the town square, and every year they held a cloudberry festival to celebrate Little Goose, who helped rid them of the terrible troll. That is the end of our story for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Join our exclusive Storyland membership on the Lotus Prison Network to get special appreciation bonuses and rewards as a valued member of our listener team. To join our membership, go to patreon.com forward slash the Lotus Prison Network. For those who like the book we read today and would like to purchase it, please click the link in the description. Follow our Facebook page so you can find us on all your favorite social media and share with your family and friends. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time on Auntie Sandy's Storyland.